0: Welcome back to the Benchwarmers. We are joined today by Newcastle Knights up-and-coming star, Phoenix Crossland. How are you, buddy?
1: I'm good, boys. How's you going? Good, thank
0: you.
2: Yeah, good, thank you. Good. So, some Knights fans might not know this, but you were born in uh, Wellington in New Zealand. Uh, How old were you when you made the move? Um,
1: Yeah, I was pretty young. I was about two years old. Um, Obviously, I'm originally a Kiwi, you know, blooded Kiwi, but... Um, you know, I've been here since I was about two years old, so mm.
0: I'm
1: pretty much an Aussie. I've got the accent and blonde <laughs> hair, and, so no, no, no one really believes me, when I'm saying, from New Zealand, but yeah, I moved over when I was two.
0: Exactly. Uh, mate, you played for the Erin Eagles growing up. Um, is there any um, players that you imitated when you would put the boots on on the weekend?
1: Um, yeah, obviously, um, every kid looks up to to you know the Billy Slaters and Jonathan Thursons, but um, although I did, I was more I was a massive Dragons fan. You yeah, know, when I right. won the comp in twenty ten, I was I was I was ten years old. So um if I'm being honest, I looked up to blokes not many other people probably would have um guessed, like Jamie Soward and yep. um uh, your Ben Hornby's and Dean Young's and all those blokes that just you know, just tough, tough blokes and they love yeah um they love the sport and love um you know the clubs they play for and they're very loyal people, so
3: mm. um
1: I love them them blokes.
2: Uh, mate, tell me what it was like to get that call from the Knights to enter their junior system.
1: Yeah, I'd, to be honest, I don't really, really remember, but, you know, um, Troy Bazette had a, had a massive uh, uh, part in that. You know, he, he called mum and said, mm. um, you know, there's a, there's a spot here. You know, I wasn't, I was playing on the wing. My first game for the Knights was on the wing.
3: Yeah,
0: right. Um,
1: in the Chargers, in the Chargers system. And it wasn't really anything like it was just, you know, does he want to come and... Play this Galladay and, and chuck yeah. a jersey on, and you know I'm not going to say no to that. And then, yeah,
0: you go anywhere on the um, field, really.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And then he just kept, he just kept asking if I want to come train, come train. You want to, and then I had to get to um, Harold Mattson and then um, you know sign that little you know development um, junior deal, and um, you know I haven't looked back since,
0: mate. When you made the transition from F- SG Ball to Jersey Flag, is that when you started to you know know that your your career was taking off?
1: Um, yeah. Probably then was the proper thoughts of you know I, I really want to you know make the NRL and make this my life and um, you know earn a living from it and make it my job. But um, to be honest, probably you know as a kid you always dream of playing in the NRL and you're so naive and you mm. you're always like yeah I can make it if I'm you know I'm a good player I'm good in you know under ten under twelve like I'll, I'll play in the NRL and yeah um, you know when I made that Harold Matts Matts team and you know played that state of origin that's when the you know, that's when I really thought I could. You know, if I if I make this a lifestyle and lock in and, mm. um, you know, really treat this like it's it's my whole life and without being selfish, but, you know, like you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, doing the little things off the field and taking it more seriously is sort of um, probably more than that. I I really thought that I could. Um, you know, make
0: a career take this pretty it. far. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: How how much of that. Uh attitude contributed to your success to actually playing first grade
1: um probably a fair bit I'm not like you know I'm not the um most skillful sort of half I'm not Sean Johnson or anything like that but I you know I'm really um dedicated off the field Mm -hmm. I think like I just you know I'm really um it's probably more OCD the way I live my life like at home and that I got everything sorted out properly and I don't like to I like to tick every box every day so yeah. Um. You know, and I've sort of just grown into that person. Like, I get, I'm getting worse and worse as, as I get older. I, everything that needs to be in place needs to be in place for my training days and stuff. So I think that probably, you know, if I'm if I'm being honest, is probably a massive part is that you know I just like to try and you know get the best out of myself every day and yep. um, improve improving and stuff like that.
2: So in 2019, you were days away from uh, going into uh, the under 20s uh, Origin camp. And uh, you get a call from Browning to say that, uh, or be told that you're making your first grade debut. How did that unfold?
1: Um, it was pretty quick. Um, I remember um, Piercy got that call up when, um, was it Nathan Cleary that got injured? Yeah, or,
0: yeah in origin. Um, yep. Yeah,
1: yeah. but he, he got the call on like the Tuesday um and then like pretty much i seen him at train he was he was packing his boots up and i said where are you going and he goes I'm, you know i've got the call i got i'm playing origin and i was like wow that's pretty cool and i'm being honest i didn't even think about debuting then i was 18 and i was just, you know happy to be there and be around the boys and, yep um you know throughout the day it was sort of like oh we got no there's like who's going to play like we've lost our half and um you know mason's in and um, there could be a spot on the bench for you, fan. I'm like, nah, like I'm not ready. I'm not, <laughs> I'm eighteen and I'm, I'm skinny. I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get bashed around. Like so I can't. I can't play. And then, um, you know, before training, we got we got in the huddle, and um, you know, Brownie um just got all the boys around and said, um, there's a spot on the bench this week, and and fan, you've got it, and. Yeah, nice. It just blew my mind, and you know, I was I was nearly in tears there in front of the boys, but I held back. And then, <laughs> um, you know, as, as soon as I got off the field, I called mum, and we we both burst into tears. It was pretty special. Was
3: yeah, there what?
2: was there any particular you know player in in that team that you know sort of took you under their wing and and showed you the way in that first game?
1: Um, in that first game, I remember. You know, I was texting Jude pretty much all week because I was freaking out and he was you know yep. I worked so hard with Mitchell Pearson in that preseason. And I still do um, to this day but you know he really he took me under his wing that whole year and although he might not have been there on the field with me that game mm. um, he was he was you know he's a massive reason on why um why I went in there with so much confidence by, by kickoff so yeah um like even though like as I said even though he wasn't there in in, in person he was definitely a big part of um yeah absolutely you know getting to that day
0: having having a figure like that around um so what was it like coming off the bench at home in your first first grade um game
1: yeah it was it was it was really cool um that was the first game i've ever played off the bench and um you know i was just on the bench just like shaking i was sitting next to Aiden Guerra, and he was like mate you just got to chill out like just let (laughs) the game flow and when you're ready when brownie's ready to put you on he'll put you on and um you know, I remember just sitting there saying, "Mate, what do I do? Do I go for a run? Do I get on the bike? Do I, you know, pass the ball around?" He's like, "Mate, just sit down, just, just and relax, just relax, and <laughs> just soak it up." So,
3: yeah,
1: um, yeah. To be honest, I can't even really remember the night, but you know, I was, it was, it was different sitting on the bench, but hmm. um, I wouldn't change anything for the
3: world.
2: So, last year uh, was a year like no other. How hard was it physically and mentally to get up for a game? Um. Getting up for the game when I was, when I got called in to play
1: the games, that was that was easy because if you're not playing if you weren't playing last year on the Saturday or, or Sundays, whenever we played, you were getting flogged like mm-hmm. you're at training. So there was a handful of boys, like the younger boys like Luke Arthur and Matt Croker that, you know, didn't play a game all year and they still showed up to training but you know, the eight months that the season goes and yeah. You know, they pretty much had a twelve month preseason. So when I when I got chosen to play, getting up for the games for me was you know, I was pumped and I didn't want to let that go. So yeah. Um. But training wise, like when you don't, when you're not playing, you know, waking up on a Saturday morning when you see the other boys there with their polos on and you know they're, they're good shoes and they're ready to play some footy, mm. um, you know that that got pretty hard towards towards the end. But you know, I was very lucky compared to some of the other boys that you know, as I said, had pretty much a you know twelve month preseason.
0: So um, yeah, you are saying that you know, uh, PC's taking you under his wing, um. What, what what's that been like?
1: Yeah, Drew's been really good. He debuted when he was 17, 18, I forget. Um, mm. But he's you know he debuted very young, and you know as a like he's he's had a lot to do in his life, and he's um, he's got a lot of lessons that he can he can pass on to me. Yeah. Um, you know without bringing that stuff up, you just know what I'm talking about. But yeah. when you have someone like that at, at training, um, who's so good at footy but has so much life lessons to teach you, it just yeah. it blends so well, and you know even though he's, you know, he, he owns up to it all the time, but he, he's made a lot of mistakes that he can pass on to, to me. And, yeah. um, you know, he shows me the way every day and he's, you know, he's a, he's a great role model and, you know, and he's a great footy player too, you know, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, if I can be half the player is one day, then, you know, I'm winning.
0: Yeah, mm. exactly right.
2: So you got your first try last year. Um, so what was that moment like?
1: Um, Yeah, it was, I can't even really remember it either. It was like the debut. Um, I remember I passed the ball to Jew and he kicked it, and then Aiden Guerra sort of just caught it, and I was just I was just there, and um, you know when I put the ball down, I was I got up and smiled and cut the boys, and I was just asking like, don't send that upstairs, yeah. I could have been <laughs> offside. Give it so, to me, yeah, he, yeah, he, he blew the try, which is good, but you know that's a that's a moment i will never forget either.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, go back to COVID um, and there being no New South Wales Cup. How hard was it to to train, and then, like you were saying, the guys basically had an extended preseason. How how different is that mentally to say a standard year like like this year with New South Wales Cup?
1: Yeah, it's pretty draining to be honest. And you know, every player in the NRL would tell you that as well. Yeah, um, you know, we were very lucky that the season got underway again. Um, but you know, when you're not when you're not playing, like I said, you're getting flogged and. Because um, you've got to stay fit because once it's your mm. opportunity to play, then you, yeah, you can't you be, be ready. You know,
3: yeah.
1: Beh- yeah, behind everyone. So um, it was it was pretty tough training. And, you know, even with no New South Wales Cup, you know, for some boys, that's just a good little, you know, thing to have to get ready to play in a role like exactly. some of the older boys. Yeah. So, mm. um, when you're missing that map, there's only so much you can do at training, really. Like you don't get that proper match fitness and, 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 yeah, and that game like speed and sort of more the instinct stuff because, um you know in season you've got to prepare the boys that are playing so it's it's hard and they can only do so much as well because they're trying to freshen up for a game
0: yeah exactly Uh, and and you don't know what your form's going to be like you've got no you know form to go off so that that would be hard
1: yeah it was pretty hard but you know at the end of the day we all got through it and um you know we up you know even though that that little group we had that you know wasn't Mm. really playing much nrl we, we all became really good mates and yeah, you know we've got a we've got a group chat and we are still talking it. So it, it you know it brought us a lot closer together because we're all in we're all in it together and yeah we're all getting flogged together. But you know I know like we'd rather be in that bubble and getting flogged than having to go to work and not being in the bubble. You know what I mean? Yeah, so exactly. We're all very lucky at the same time.
3: Yeah.
2: So, have you set any personal goals for on and off the field for twenty twenty one?
1: Um, off phew, off the field, mate. Nah, no, not off the field. <laughs> um, ah. Uh, on the field, I just want to play, you know, as much first grade as I can and um, I've sort of just set myself that little goal is I want to play, you know, I think I played six games last year, so I want to make this year six plus games, sort of stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, another thing is if I'm playing cup, then I want to be trying to, you know, play my best as well. So, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I'm a pretty, I'm a big goal setter, but I've sort of taken a step back this year of that sort of stuff because I don't want to yeah. put too much pressure on it because you know if you set sort a of goal and you don't get there it sort of makes you feel pretty you know pretty bad so
0: yeah cuz I, I know so peece is a bit yeah. of a, a goal setter um yeah he is massive um mate we recently had Jamie Bure on the on the show and um, he had massive yeah he had massive raps on you um what what's that like does that um, put a bit of pressure on you or does that give you more confidence when when players like jb give you such big raps
1: yeah, it gives me confidence when when blokes like JB give you massive raps because he's obviously done a lot and yep. play with a lot of people and um, you know JB I know JB's got a lot lot of time for me and he's and he's also helped me out as well. He was yep. there in my first year of preseason and he was sort of coming towards the end, so he was you know he was a massive sort of I don't know father figure in the team. So um, you know to hear that coming from JB,
0: he spent a lot of time yeah. in New South Wales Cup.
1: Yeah, I played a lot of footy. With- JB and the reserve comp. Yeah. Um, I still talk to JB today. He's in the RLPA, so yeah, he's always there for a chat. So, no, he's, he's a legend, JB. He
0: are saying he was up there a few weeks ago with, with all the boys, so.
1: Yeah, he had a chat with us. Yeah, it was, man, it was good to see him. <laughs> it was good to see him.
2: So, Mitch Pearce has uh, just re-signed for another year, uh, and which is great news for the club, of course. Um, but what does that mean for your development? Uh and the chase to nail down uh, a hard spot, especially with Jake Clifford coming next
1: year. Yeah, it's um, challenging, but you know, not one person is bigger than the club. So mm. um, I'm not kicking. I'm not kicking stones about anyone they've signed or you know whatever whatever plans they have. It's you know they got to do what's best for them and what it takes to win a comp. So um, it was great. New. I was happy when you know Mitchell Pierce signed yesterday. We found uh, yeah. out yesterday as well. So. Um, you know, I was happy as 'cause it's good to have him another year around and if I get to stay and, and he's there, it's another year I get to learn off Mitchell Pearce, you know what I mean? So it's you know it's a win win for me anyway. So
0: yeah, that's very good. Very valuable having him him yeah. around the camp. hundred percent. Um mate, what's it like when you're at home, um, packed McDonald Jones and that Newcastle chant goes up? Uh what what's it like for you and, and does it really lift the team?
1: hundred percent. You know, the Last year without the crowds, I was actually saying to one of the boys the other day, I think it's 75% capacity this mm, weekend yeah. and last year it was, what, 50% and it honestly still felt like it was full. Yeah. Mm. That's how loud, you know, the loud the crowd is. So although you look around and there's spots where no one's sitting, you could still hear it last year. So yeah, um, there's there's no doubt this year and, you know, when it get back when it gets back to 100%, like the crowd does lift the boys and um, I've said it before in, in interviews and stuff is that, you know, I love the town and, and, and the fans and... You know, they're so passionate and they just love their footy, so it's good to see them out. Yeah.
2: So we've uh, always uh, seemed to get our fair share of injuries um, throughout the, <laughs> the year. Um, and there's a bit of chat, chatter on social media that there might be a an injury curse. Um, do you buy into that?
1: I've definitely read it and I can see where people are coming from. <laughs> but, you know it gives you a bit of head noise if you, if you're playing in, you know, those positions that keep getting injured, but you know, it's footy. So Mm. footy's just, and, um, uh, that's a hard one. I don't know. I hope there's no curse, but, but there isn't. Much. Yeah. It's just,
0: <laughs> just one of those. Extremely dreams.
1: unlucky and a coincidence. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think I hope. Just, just seems to happen to us yeah. a lot. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: And that yeah. nine jersey. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're just unlucky. Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> nine, I know.
0: Mate, can we expect to see you in the starting 17 in uh, round two? You, you You'll be pushing for that pretty hard, I imagine.
1: I'll be pushing pretty hard. Personally, I would love to play anywhere in that 17 except front row.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: but. Yeah, but but, yeah, I think I've, I've had a strong pre-season. i obviously got my, uh, my groin fixed and yep. I'm feeling, you know, the best I've felt since I first started my, my you know, professional career when I was 18. So, mm. um, you know, I know I'm ready to, you know, give it, a, give it a crack and I've been, you know, training my hardest. So if I get picked in that 7 and it's going to be really good. And if I don't, I'll, I'll play cup and, and yep. um, go again.
2: So um, obviously the game is on the Central Coast in Round 2. Uh, and you said earlier that you're a, a coastie when you were young, when yeah. you were younger um, so if you are lucky enough to be picked in that seminar what will it be like playing at Central Coast Stadium
1: yeah it'd be pretty cool I've, the only two comps I've ever won was when I was 11 and 12 and they're at that ground so I've got pretty, yeah, pretty right. good memories there yeah
3: um,
1: and a lot of my a lot of the, uh, mates I went to school with from there down there as well so yeah, um, and also a debut against the Warriors, so it'll be pretty, pretty, uh, pretty cool, cool day if I'm lucky enough to play. But, um, you know, Central Coast is the stadium. There's actually really good, so mm.
3: um,
1: I know that it'll be like a good game of footy, and, and the Warriors are pretty lucky to have that as their home ground. Although they would, and I'm sure they'd love to be home, but yeah, you know, if you could pick another place other than Nui to have your home ground, it's probably the Central
3: Coast. So yeah, exactly. That's yes. pretty good.
0: Brilliant stadium, um, mate. So, so what was it like, um? Coming into this preseason, because it was kind of still the after effect of, you know, just how odd the comp was structured last year, Um, you know, and there was um, Melbourne going back down into lockdown and all that. Did you guys ever sit there thinking, oh, no, it's going to happen again?
1: Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Um, There's been a lot of talk about, you know, going back in the bubble Mm. or um, stuff like that, but, you know last year when when we were in the bubble I was actually I was actually pretty I had to move out of home but you know I got to live with um you know Brady best and Matt Kroger so we had some we yeah, had some right. great times there and, you know we used to you know we, we used to sit me and Brady, when we first moved in there we spent the first two two weeks without TV. Um, no wi fi, <laughs> and we thought We thought there was no hot water. And we're sitting there having cold showers every morning going, and you know, Betty's saying, Man, we need some hot water, like we're freezing, it's the middle of winter. And um, turns out there was just a hot water switch out to switch on oh, for two no. weeks, and, <laughs> you
2: know.
1: I <laughs> uh, said, so The title blacks, me and Brady are, but you know, yeah, we you know, we would sit there and think, Oh,
3: this is you know, this is shit. We're, we're in the bubble, we can't do anything,
1: and then when we all moved out we're like oh we wish we were back there like i miss you's and stuff so yeah um although like going back in the going back in the bubble is not ideal you know there's still some some positives and and good memories and fun that you can um, make for life out of that
2: i'm sure being in the bubble would be preferable to you know not having any footy like we did for a while last year what was that like
1: um yeah that was that was pretty tough as well it was weird because we just came through a massive like we had a really hard pre season yep. um, last year before we before that you know the COVID came so um, and we we played pretty good well we did play very good round one two and we yeah. got two two really good wins and then um, that came but I think it was sort of um, it was it was as bad as it was you know it sort of got us a bit fresher as well so
3: yeah
1: um, although towards the back end of the year we probably looked like we were pretty pretty done but um, you know I know. Coming back from that from that sort of break, you know, it was good because we got to spend a lot of time with family and yeah, um, which you don't really get to do in preseason because you're always at training. You're probably at training more than you are at home. So yeah, um, that sort of six weeks or eight weeks we had by ourselves was sort of you know pretty good as well.
0: Were were you kept in a loop? Like, um, was there constant communication about what was going to happen with the comp, yeah. whether it was going to come back, whether it was just going to get called off? Um, how much did you guys actually know? Um,
1: well, we. Yeah, our club's really good like that. We got, we were on the front foot most of the time with our with our staff, so we, we knew a lot what was going on. But yep. um, again, when you when you switch on the news, there's always different story. Well, there was yeah, different exactly. story back then about is the comp going to come? Is it going to come back or stuff like that? So um, other than you know the news, we just sort of put our focus on what the club was saying and everything they said that was going to happen happened. So we were, we were very lucky to have um, you know the knights. Um, they were very good through the whole time.
0: Um, Tyson Brazil how how's it been um since he's come in have you noticed uh, a lift in the in the team or or anything like that what 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 has he brought so far that you've noticed
1: um confidence with the team yeah he's he's a massive well, he's massive and he's yeah. also a massive presence too so <laughs> yeah um he, he's been really good and he's really professional too he's you know he's always one of the first ones there and um he always seems stretching and and doing video with the coaches he's really good. So yeah,
3: Um,
1: I know he's and he's here, we all know he's here for the right reasons too. He wants to win a comp and yeah,
3: exactly. um, yeah,
1: get the get the best out of himself and try and get the team to be better as well. And you know he was there for a week and he's already in the team meeting, same needed it like not being bossy, but you know saying this is some good advice yeah. too in this sort of period of the game. Just and, straight up, because he all. He's played for Australia, so he, yeah, he knows he knows what it takes to win games exactly. Yeah, um, so so he's, he's he's good to have around and. It gives the boys a lot of confidence as well.
0: Yeah, and and you, you probably see that excitement when you know there's there's rumours of signings and stuff like that. It goes goes nuts on all the, on the Knights fan yeah. pages. Um, what's it like within the team? Like, do you guys start getting excited? Do you buy into rumours or do you just try to, um, you know, not not pay much attention to them? Or do you get inside information that you know it, it might actually be happening? Like, what what happens? Um, when there's those rumored signings t- to the team,
1: well, I don't know about everyone else, but you know, personally, I'm still a kid. So when I see Tyson Brazel's coming to the Knights, I'm like, "This is going to be mad." I'm about to meet Tyson Brazel. It's going to be the best day. So yep. I think I'm, I'm on my phone, and so I hope this is true. But
3: yeah,
1: um, you know, I don't know. I don't know about the other boys. I'm sure they, you know, see some stuff. I don't know if they buy into it, but I definitely, I definitely did when I heard Tyson Brazils coming to the Knights.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it would be pretty hard for a player. Um, you know, with the whole social media thing because we know what effect it had on, on Kingy a couple of years ago. Mm. Um, mm. So, in, how, how forward is the club with not buying into to that sort of social media?
1: Yeah, obviously, with, with Kingy, a lot of the boys know what happened as well. So, um, you know, that was probably a big thing with everyone is that, you know, we've seen effects it can have. Yeah, um, And we do little, you know, meetings and stuff around social media anyway. I'm sure every club does, but yeah, we're pretty well... Um, we've got some knowledge around what social media does, and you know, it, as bad as it can be, it also helps a lot of boys in a, in a lot of ways as well. So it's, yeah. You know, yeah, it's pretty tough. You can't, you know, you know what I mean. It's pretty tough to just sort of ignore it all because it can help you in so many ways. But then again,
3: yeah, you
1: got to learn. You got to learn how much is enough and what you can and can't read. So
2: yeah. I know
1: all the boys are pretty pretty well around all that stuff anyway.
2: You mentioned uh, before uh, about Tyson that you know being uh, an Australian. Uh, Test player Uh, He knows how to win And obviously Origin as well As a young guy What's it like Having guys like Him and Clemmer And those sorts of Players around the club
1: Pretty cool yeah Like I said I'm still a kid So I still walk around Training thinking Like I've seen these Blokes on TV For the last You know Since I've been Growing up Mm. um, Still get a bit Starstruck Yeah 100% Like you know You see them you know at the fan days and that and everyone loves them and you're thinking like like why like but then you remember like you were those kids one day and
3: yeah like, exactly years ago like, yeah
1: few years ago and you're thinking wow like it's so cool to for the like to to sit back these days and think you know all this time these blokes have just been normal blokes <laughs> and they're not you know they're not like and they know that they're just the normal blokes so um they're, they're really good to learn off but they're just really good people as well you know clement and junior and frizz and that they're just that is as normal blokes but, yep. you know, they just love their footy and, and the they are pretty good at it as well.
0: Yeah, mm. it's it's um must be good as a young halfback as well to know that you've got the likes of Frizzell and Clemmer um, and D-Saf and um, stuff like that in, in the forward pack.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. I can make my tackles. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: and, you know, with, with, with Frizzell being on our t- um side, you don't have to try and tackle him anymore except for at training.
1: I remember tackling him last year. And it was pretty hard. His legs are like tree trunks. You can only get one arm around. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty hard, but it's good. It's good that he's on our, on our side now,
0: mate. Um, Greeny. Um, he's he signed on to be half coach. Is that right at the end mm-hmm. of, end of this season? Um, what's it going to be like to yeah. have him around? He's good,
1: Greeny. He's he's uh, like obviously he's done a lot in the game as well, and he's thirty four years old. So he's he's um he's played a lot of nrl and been to a lot of clubs so he's he's seen different systems and what works and what probably doesn't work as good as well so yeah um he's got a good mixture of sort of what can 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 make teams and what can break teams so and another thing with green is as well he's everything he says makes sense he he doesn't like he, he does say a lot but he doesn't at the same time he just sits back and then when he needs to speak he will speak yeah and then it just it, everything just clicks like yep sweet that's what we got to do and that's what i'm going to focus on today so he's really good he's pretty much a coach already you know what I mean like just playing as well
2: so what's the feeling in within the team uh leading up to Friday
1: um everyone's excited eh? you know we walked in um Monday morning everyone's pumped up stuffing each other up saying round one that's and it's only Monday
3: so
1: (laughs) um, I can only imagine what the energy is going to be like Friday night when we when we run out so yeah um that's been really good we've had a really good week of training everyone everyone seems pretty pretty well well ready to play and Yep. Um, I know the team that we, team that AG picks going to, you know, it's probably our best team so far so um I know all the boys are ready.
0: Probably the um best team on paper that we could have, you know, barring injuries and suspensions yeah. and stuff like that. 100%. Um anyway, mate, we won't take any more of your time. Uh you, you're a busy man. Um <laughs> not Really. Th- thank you not really. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for joining us on the bench warmers. Thanks, boys. Arms, we're more than a team, and the heart of a say we wear on our sleeves for the red and the blue. till the end. We will fight. Singing long live the Newcastle Knights, long live the Newcastle Knights, long live the Newcastle Knights for the red. And the blue till the end we will fight Singing long
3: live the Newcastle Knights